Greetings, Blind Faith Podcast listeners. This is the Blind Faith Podcast, and I'm your host, Reverend Craig C. Edgley Jr. I want to welcome you in for another episode, and this episode is entitled, Make God Your Hall of Famer. Make God Your Hall of Famer. Our passage of scripture is going to come from the book of Habakkuk, the third chapter, beginning in the second verse. Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your presence and your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. Again, uh, the subject for today is make God your Hall of Famer. So the first question that I want to pose to you listeners is, where do we find true happiness in life? And what is true happiness? Some people say that true happiness is found in fame. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Because there's a lot of famous people who are not happy. And, and some people say that true happiness is found in fortune. I don't think that's the case either. Because there are a lot of rich people who are not really happy. But then there are those who say that true happiness comes from functioning in the will of God. True happiness comes from functioning in your God-given calling. True happiness is found when we put our faith in God and make God our Hall of Famer. I was just had an opportunity to watch the Texans and the Chiefs game last night. And it looked like the Texans' defense was pretty stout to start off. Uh, they were dialing up a lot of fancy exotic blitzes, and, and, and they looked like they had Patrick Mahomes' number. They, they, they were really, really getting after the quarterback and really, really uh, looking like they were putting up a good defensive stand. But it wasn't long before Mr. Patrick Mahomes began to get their number. And at the end of the game... Mr. Patrick Mahomes was able to pull off a, wi a win, a victory. And it wasn't so much because of all the weapons and the talent that he has around him. And don't get me wrong, the play some of the players around him are pretty good. But, but the primary reason why I believe that the Chiefs have achieved so much success in the NFL is because they have that Hall of Famer, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, in the center of their offense, making sure that he leads his team to victory. Now, I'm not bragging on Pat Mahomes, even though he is a, a Texas Tech alumni, like my, uh, like I plan to be in a couple of months or so. <laughs> but, but I do plan to brag on God. And 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 there is a benefit in making God your Hall of Famer, in making Him the center of your life. Uh, benefit number one. When you make God your Hall of Famer, you, you, you bring in not only what he can do for you in the future, but you bring in all of the things that God has already established in his track record. He has the track record that qualifies him to be our Hall of Famer. As we go back through the scriptures and we look through the Old Testament scriptures, uh, the, the things that stand out on God's track record, number one, He's Jehovah 
Rapha. He's the Lord God who heals time after time after time. He's healed the sick and raised people from the dead. That, that's on his track record. He's Jehovah Nisi, the Lord God, our banner. In times of battle, uh, God has always been that refuge that we can hide in. Uh, if you look at the times that David has had to go out and lead his troops against the enemies of God, uh, time after time after time, God has been their banner, the, the one, the, the source of, of refuge, the place where you can hide in when, when the enemy is surrounding you. God is Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Shema, the Lord God who is present. Uh, have you ever noticed that, that, that when you walk with God, it feels like you're never alone? You know, you could be in a room all by yourself, in a house all by yourself, even in a city all by yourself. But when you walk with God, it feels like you're never alone because we serve a God who will walk with us, who will talk with us, who will show us love, who will embrace us, who will be there for us when everybody else has turned their back on us. And so his track record has established that he's Jehovah Shammah, the Lord God who's present. And then he's Jehovah Tanisku, the Lord God, our righteousness. Uh, uh, don't you know that, that we don't have to achieve perfection because we serve a God who is perfect. And it's in him that we find our, our perfection. It's in him that we find our righteousness. And I thank God that I don't have to stand righteous on my own account or on my own deeds or on my own works because I serve a God who is Jehovah Tanisku, the Lord God, my righteousness. He's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord God, our peace. Oh my gosh, don't you know that when you're, when you're grieving the loss of a loved one, or, or when you're grieving some kind of bad news, when, when you're in times of mourning, in times of sorrow, there is something. It, it, it's, it's, it's so amazing to know that God is our peace, our peace that surpasses all human reasoning and all human understanding. We can go to God and find a peace that is above all human thought, all human understanding. God is our peace. He's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God, our provider. Have you ever been down to your last dime? Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know how you were going to make ends meet? Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know where your next meal was going to come from, where you didn't know how you were going to get your bills paid, and somehow the Lord came through? On God's track record of being Jehovah Jireh, he deserves to be our Hall of Famer. He's Jehovah Raha, the Lord God, our shepherd. He leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul. He leads us down the pathways of righteousness for his namesake. And yea, though we walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, we don't have to fear any evil because God is Jehovah Raha, the Lord God, our shepherd. He's with us. He prepares the table before us in the presence of our enemies. He anoints our head with oil and our cup runneth over. He's Jehovah Raha, the Lord God, our shepherd. He leads us even in the valleys of darkness, even in the valleys of despair, even when life is all crazy around us. 
we can rest assured that on his track record of being Jehovah Raha, the Lord God will shepherd us through it all. And so based on God's track record, certainly he deserves to be made a Hall of Famer in our life and on our team as we go forth in life in our pursuit of true happiness. And then in addition to his track record, God deserves to be our Hall of Famer because he's always in control. God is always in control. He controls the heavens and he controls the earth. He controls the plagues and the pestilences, including this epidemic that we're facing right now. He has the power uh, to, to bring up the mountains and the hills and to bring them down if he chooses to. He has control of the oceans, the rivers, and the seas. He has the power to subdue all of our enemies. And so God is always in control. Even when things look like they're spinning out of control, if you got a Hall of Famer on your team like Patrick Mahomes, even when the chips look like they're down, even when the Texans defense look like they got our number, and, and, and even when, 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 when the odds look like they're stacked against us, when you have a Hall of Famer like God on your team and in your corner, you can rest assured that, that, that no matter how bad things look, God is always in control. Cancer ain't got nothing on God. Sickness ain't got nothing on God. Poverty ain't got nothing on God. People ain't got nothing on God. Satan don't have nothing on God. God is always in control. So if you have to choose a Hall of Famer to be on your team, I recommend that you choose God because no matter how bad things look in life, God is always in control. And so uh, uh, the prophet Habakkuk expounds on this point. He says, make God your Hall of Famer because when everything is going wrong, when, there, when, the fig tree, when the fig trees do not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, when the olive crop fails and the fields produce no fruit, though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, I will rejoice in the Lord. Make God your hall of famer because in God, we can rejoice. We can rejoice in God when we can't rejoice in nothing else. You may not be able to rejoice in your relationship, but you can rejoice in the Lord. You may not be able to rejoice about your finances, but you can rejoice in the Lord. You may not be able to rejoice about your present predicament, but you can rejoice in the Lord. You can be joyful because he is God, our Savior. That's another word for Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer is a Savior, a person who comes to your rescue, a person who you can depend on when you can't depend on nothing else, a person who can make a way out of no way, a person who can take water and turn it into wine, a person who can walk on the water, a person who can lift you up in the midst of a raging sea, a person who can hold you when you need to be held, a person who can save you when you need to be saved, a person who can heal you when you need to be healed, somebody who can deliver you when you need to be delivered, somebody who you can count on 
when you can't count on nobody else. I'm talking about God. Make God your Hall of Famer. Because when you make God your Hall of Famer, there's no situation that you can't go through and come out on top. There's no situation that you can't go through and be okay. When you make God your Hall of Famer, God will bring you through without a doubt. Beloved, the last reason we ought to make God a Hall of Famer is because the true Hall of Famer has paid the price. And certainly when I think about Christ Jesus, and when I think about how he took nails in his hands and nails in his feet, when he took the spears in his side, the thorns on his head, and when he hung on that cross on Calvary and died for our sins, certainly he deserves to be the Hall of Famer because a true Hall of Famer pays the price. All of us want fame and all of us want fortune, but none of us want to pay the price and make the sacrifice necessary to assume the role of Hall of Famer. Uh, you can't just be the Hall of Famer. You got to pay the price. You got to take on the burdens of those team members around you who are counting on you to pull them out, to, to bring them through. If the team wins, the success goes to the Hall of Famer. But if the team loses, the Hall of Famer also takes all the blame. And so I thank God that I have found a Hall of Famer in Jesus Christ. He walks with me. He talks with me. He has taken the blame for my sins. He has taken my sins to the cross. He has died for my sins. He's paid the price to be our Hall of Famer. I pray that after listening to this message, you too will make Jesus Christ your Hall of Famer. Make God your Hall of Famer. Make the Holy Spirit your Hall of Famer. May the Lord God bless you and may he keep you, is my prayer.